the Talmud in Masech the Shabbos, relates the following episode. There was a non-Jew who came to Shammai, one of the great scholars of the Talmud, one of the greatest Hanoim, and he asked to be accepted into the Jewish people to convert on the condition that he be taught to quote his words, the entire Torah while standing on one foot. That's the words of the Gemara. And it says that Shammai pushed him away with a ruler that is used for construction. Amas Abinyan. Dachvo. Shammai pushed him away. Asho explains that the intention of the Gemara with this phrase, with the non-Jew with this phrase of being taught Torah on one foot doesn't mean literally he would be standing on one foot. It means he was asking to be given one single fundamental principle that can serve as the foundation for the entire Torah, that, that can be identified as the foundation for the entire Torah. And if such a thing is possible, he was ready to, would want to, convert and be accepted to the Jewish people. And Shammai responded, this is not possible. The commandments of the Torah are so vast, so broad, just like a building cannot stand on one supporting beam, vast structure needs many supporting beams, so too the Torah cannot be reduced, given one single principle there is no one single principle that can be labeled as the foundation upon which the entire Torah is standing. Then he came to Hillel, was the counterpart of Shammai, also of the greatest of our people. And Hillel accepted him. Hillel felt that it is possible to present one single principle that encompasses and supports the entire Torah. And Hillel taught him, to first quote the words of the Gemara, Da'aloch sonei l'chavroch le'savid. Zuhi kala kula idach pirushahu zil gemar. Hillel said to him, that which is, to translate literally, hateful to you, unacceptable to you, rejected by you. Do not do that to your friend. This is the entirety of the Torah, and the rest is the explanation. Go learn. What does it mean, that which is hateful to you, painful to you, unbearable to you? Do not do to your friend. This is the entirety of the Torah. Aren't there so many other concepts in the Torah? So Rashi explains in the second explanation that indeed this is only referring to the commandments that pertain to man and his fellow man. But that was sufficient because these are the majority. Perhaps it means in the affairs of life is the majority. And this would be considered adequate to be a fundamental principle that's encompassing the whole Torah. Somewhat difficult to understand, 
true, it's the majority, but still, it's not everything. The, the Gemara calls this Kalatayra, this is the entirety. But Rashi, in his first explanation, has something quite different. And Rashi's his first explanation says that indeed this is a principle that includes both man's relationship to man and man's relationship to his creator. And he brings the Pasuk in Mishlei where Shlomo HaMelech in his great wisdom enjoins us, exhorts us with the words Re'acha, your friends, Bereya Ovicha, and the friend of your fathers, Altazov, do not abandon him. And Rashi there in Mishle says, this is the creator, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He's called the friend of the Jewish people and he is the one who befriended and cherished our forefathers. And here too, Rashi says, same words, Rayacha Baruch Baruchu. Hill was saying, do not betray the friendship that Hashem has given to us, that the Almighty has given to us. Al-Tavr al-Dvarav, do not transgress, do not pass over, ignore his words. Sharei alecha sonui sheyavrecha vercha al-Dvarecha, because you know how, what can we say, painful, how unbearable it is for your friend to pass over and not be responsive to your words. So obviously, uh, this needs some explanation. To take it in its most simple form seems quite difficult. To say that just as you know the pain of being ignored or not responded to or not helped by your friend, don't act in that manner towards Hashem by ignoring His directives. Certainly, it's not uh, reasonable. Hashem is not hurt by our not fulfilling His commandments. Human being may be greatly pained by his friend being unresponsive, not respectful of needs, wishes, Advice, but Hashem is not pain, Hashem is not hurt. So, what does it mean? Do not do to your friend that which is painful and hateful to you. And in general, maybe in more, more basic form, if what's painful to us is the personal feelings, I'm disrespected not being helped as I need it. Hashem doesn't have those needs altogether. They don't apply altogether when it comes to Hashem. So how can we possibly be transposing the human needs and the human feelings with regard to our relationship with Hashem? Hashem is not insulted when we don't fulfill his commandments, doesn't feel disrespected, doesn't feel frustrated. So all those feelings that we naturally feel cannot be what Hill is referring to. It's true that 
many times Chazal, our sages, give us a parable, a mashal, to help us understand principles of the Torah. And the concept of friendship could be a parable. But Hill is not using this as merely a parable. He is calling this the foundation, the fundamental principle upon which the entire Torah is resting, and the rest is called just explanation. So then we really need to understand what is it in this relationship, in this unique phenomenon of friendship that Hashem somehow gives to us, which also needs to be understood, that is serving as the foundation of the entire Torah and is only understood through our own experience, through the hurt that we feel or would feel if our words would be looked away from by a friend of ours. That's how we understand this interaction that we have, which is being defined as the entirety of the Torah, the entirety of everything that it says is just details of our relationship with Hashem that's called friendship and that we understand through our experience. This is something that's worth thinking about and coming back to discuss further with Hashem's help. Thank you very much.